Welcome to the Kick-Ass Life Podcast. I'm Elle Russ, the author of two books, Confident as Fuck and The Paleothyroid Solution. And I'm Tara Garrison, a training and nutrition expert. Elle and I are empowerment coaches dedicated to helping you create a kick-ass life. So subscribe to our podcast and tune in every week where Tara and I are going to cover a variety of topics and content designed to help you raise your expectations and then meet them. To learn more about us, visit our websites, coachtaragarrison.com and lrust.com and follow us on social media. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Hey, everyone, we're back on part two, talking about manifesting law of attraction, all of this good stuff, creating your own reality, being a deliberate creator, instead of sitting by the wayside, feeling like a victim, feeling like things just happen. Uh, this is the magic that we've been talking about in part, part one, and we're going to talk in part two, give some more examples, but also, how do you start with this? Like, yes, we talked about that it starts with your thoughts, monitoring your thoughts, turning those around, thinking a little bit more positively, affirmations. Anyone can go online, look at all of that. But I would say that um, one of the things that have helped me, and I know it helps you, Tara, so many law of attraction experts have said writing it down matters. Writing it down imprints the subconscious. So Definitely. I am a believer in lists Definitely. of things. And when usually what, what you would do here, and there's so many ways, we'll talk about vision boards, we'll talk about little meditations, we'll talk about the feeling feelingizations as well that Ariel Ford calls them, which I like because they're like meditations, but they're feelingizations, right, about a thing you want. Um, but but let's let's so let's just start there and see what thoughts yeah. maybe you have on that. Yeah, so I'll tell you right now on my mirror, um, I'm in my room, <laughs> my bedroom right now, and I have this little office area. And over on my dresser, there is a paper right there. And it says on January 21st, 2021, I will have, and I have my goals all very clearly written out. And I put them there like that because I want my kids to see them. I want them to know how I do this stuff. And I want them to see how I evolve and transition and go along the way. So the the first thing is one, with, with writing, things down. I remember when I had this moment, I was like, okay, how many times are you going to have to listen to every single successful person that you admire? Talk about the importance of written goals before you're actually going to take five <laughs> minutes out of your super busy day to actually write them down, you know, and there was a Harvard study. They, they actually, um, researched, they did a research study on, I think it was like in the 1980s maybe late, late seventies, they had the MBA Harvard graduates. They asked them how many of them had their goals written down. And it was only 3% of them had actually written down their goals and how they were going to achieve them. The, that 3% ended up making on average 10 times what all the other graduates made combined. Which means that Harvard degree ain't equal. It's what you're going to do with it. Yeah, It's the clarity. It's the clarity. And there was a power in writing it down because you know what? This is why I do this with my clients because you will stop when it gets hard. When you just are in your head and you're like, I want a million dollars. Okay, cool. 
how are you going to do that? I, I don't know. You just stop. You just stop. And when you're writing, you don't get to do that. You actually have to put something concrete, which causes your brain to one, slow down. I'm a big fan of actually writing with your hands because it makes you go slow. Sometimes it drives me crazy because I do my personal development work handwritten in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much slower than typing. But it's beautiful because it slows your brain down so you can actually think, process, and you know, I say brainwash. I like to call it brainwashing. Yeah, it's a positive <laughs> brainwash myself with those with those thoughts. Um, now, as far as writing things go down, this writing things down goes. One thing that I do with my clients, I am shocked. I would say almost every no, I mean like every, pretty much every single person that works with me doesn't know what they want. Not a single person has clarity on what they actually want. And I'm like, what's your, what is your goal here? What do you want? Um, I just want to, you know, I just want to get in shape. Okay. That's that, that we got to get more clear than that. That's not a goal. And that has zero clarity. And that's why you haven't gotten here before. Okay. So what do you, what do you actually want? Give me something concrete and specific. Well, like I've never had like ab definition at all. I would really like to see some of that. Okay, cool. Now we got something we can visualize. Now we have something concrete. The next thing that is super powerful is why. Okay. So we've got the what, let's say you want, you want ab definition. Cool. Like even a hint of it, just a little something. Okay. You know what you want? Why do you want that? That is so important. That's where so much of the magic is. And that's where you may end up changing a little bit what you want. That's right. And I, because my answer could be, well, you know what? I I want them because I want to be in a competition where I get judged and win. Or you know what? I just want to look in the mirror in a bikini and feel like a badass. Or you know what? I don't know. I just feel so powerful. I feel like a powerful human being when I'm strong and my core is strong. It helps my back. You could have a million different reasons for wanting the abs. Yeah. And that's when you get into the feeling, there has to be some sort of emotional attachment to what you're doing. So that's that. Why is when we get into the feeling, you may have an unhealthy reason for where you're wanting, where you want to go. Because I want to make Sandy jealous. That's not a good thing. My my ex-husband was such a jerk (laughs) to me about this. And he always like ripped on on my my ass. freaking show him, you know, like whatever. I, I don't always turn people away when they have negative motivation. I'm like, okay, just know that you're probably still going to have those emotions when you get there. So that's <laughs> going to be something that needs to get worked on along the way, but that's all right. That's, that's why. Now the next thing is when, oh my gosh, we never put people say, I hate deadlines. Mm. I'm like, well, that's why I haven't done it. <laughs> right. So now we just talked in our last episode about divine timing. There's of course you yes. have to be open to timing, right? If you try to force everything, sure. Sometimes, the, but you will know, you will you'll know because your deadline's approaching and if things don't feel right, you're not going to push it and you'll go, okay, timing's not right on that. Maybe it'll happen next week, two weeks from now or next year. Um, doesn't mean you well, lose the belief. Exactly. And look how much further you got, right? Like yes. I made six figures in my first year of business because I was trying to hit seven, <laughs> right? So I was, I didn't make my goal, but I sure as hell did a lot better than I probably would have otherwise, because I was in a hurry. I had big vision. I knew exactly what I wanted, why I wanted it and when I was going to get it. Of course I had to adjust that date, but it made me perform to a higher level. I love, and my talks about this. He's like, be in a freaking hurry. I'm like, yes, thank you. God be in a freaking hurry. Like the universe I likes on. speed 
by the way. It actually really does. Like, things come so, like, you know, I told you about the prize I got in 24 hours. Things can come so quickly. Uh The trick is that they usually come quicker when you have, like, zero resistance to it. It's a throwaway thought. You don't have, like, I need this thing. I need this. That is, like, such, like, it has has to happen. And that it has to happen is not having faith that it will. Do you see that feeling, like, just from my vibe of how I said that? So it's usually things that are like, yeah, you know what? Mm Mm-hmm done all right we'll see what happens let's see how it comes in and then that's the stuff that'll show up quickly so this stuff can happen quickly we've had 24-hour manifestation experiences i've had them five minutes later too and i'll talk about that later Amazing, amazing. Yeah. So I think you know um, my friend William Schufel. I don't know if you've interviewed yeah, him. Yeah, we know. On well, well, he wrote a William, he wrote a carnivore, a cooking carnivore, cool dudes yeah, with Brad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was on my podcast, guys. You got to listen to that William Schufel on Inside Out Health podcast. And he's just a wonderful kid. And he, I'm like, man, he is going places. He is definitely living the law of attraction lifestyle he big is. time. Yeah. And his story was basically he was this poor college kid living off like eight dollars a week or something, living on a you know a cot on the floor. And he got this dream that he was going to be on TV and be on the Comic-Con stage. And it's kind of like, yeah, right, dude. Like you have zero connections in the industry. You have no background in acting at all. Like you're just this poor kid. He's like, no, 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 I know. <laughs> like, I just know this is happening. And sure enough, now he's a he's like on the Power Ranger series. I think he's got another show coming up. Um, and one thing that I love that he said on this like action part of things is he's like, I knew that was happening, but I didn't know exactly how. I just knew that I needed to do my best at everything I was doing and to keep myself open to that energy. And I would recognize it when it came. So he's like, I was an economics student in college and I just put everything I had into that. And I love his, I love this analogy. I talk about this all the time to my friends. Cause I'm like, yes, he's like, I imagine it like I'm running, I'm running and I'm in motion. And that way the universe can just gently guide me that way because I'm already in motion. I'm already trying. I'm already working. I'm already doing when you're standing still, the universe can nudge you and you just still stay still because you're not moving. So it's much easier for the universe to push us longer when we're trying, when we're doing our part, when we're doing our best, it doesn't mean we're going to know exactly how to do it, but we understand where we're going, why we're going there. And when we're trying to get there, that is very, very helpful because we are lazy. We are procrastinators and we will just be like, I'm going to write a book, you know, like next two years sometime, you know, it's like, be open to the energy, but also put a deadline to kind of get your butt lit on fire because we will tend to procrastinate. And the last thing I'll say is um, how, right? So we have what, we have why, we have when, and we have how. Can I highlight so William not- Schofield? I want to highlight something about that that yeah. experience. He had none of the things that people say you have to have to get right. the series regular jobs apart. By the way, I went out for the Pink Power Ranger as a series regular like 20 years ago as an actress, so I've like laughed when I met William at Paleo oh, FX. Cool. I was like, hey, what's up, dude, fucking Power Ranger? But here's the thing. <laughs> so so anyone would have told him, right? Like, well, that's an insane thing. Like, you would right. first need to go do A, B, and C, and D. Turns out, not at all. And it's funny because I interviewed someone recently who'd be on the Primal Bluebird podcast, same story, where she didn't want to necessarily be a host of a television show. Again, didn't want it so badly, was kind of open to it. Again, a throwaway was like, oh, I'm just open, whatever. And she got like one of the most incredible like hosting gigs. And I asked her, I'm like, did you intend it, whatever? And it was like, no, I didn't really, like it's usually, one, she didn't have the training. It wasn't about like her whole trajectory was going there. So you can manifest something that seems absolutely insane for your resume, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. insane to mm-hmm. reality, but people have done it. He didn't go, yeah. well, I can't do that because first I got to go to Juilliard and study this. Now I got to get an right. MFA in acting or no, he right. was just believed it and it happened. He- 
And it did. And he also put action in, okay? It wasn't sure. like somebody, some director was just like, hey, you're a cute kid. Come be on TV. He you put know? himself like, out there. Happen. Yeah. He, yeah, he auditioned and auditioned and auditioned and got turned down and turned down and turned down and turned down. But he had this object of his desire. He knew that it was part of his soul's purpose. So he had full confidence it was going to happen. He just, that way when he got turned down, he was just like, that must not have been the right door. I don't know which one's going to be the right door, but I know exactly. when the right one comes, the universe will open it for me. My job is to put in the work and try, right? So it's not like he just like sat around like, okay, you know, law of attraction, I think it, for me anyway, it's this perfect balance of putting in action and trying, but also being open and receptive to what the universe is trying to tell you and show you. And right? that also proves that people who are solely in action, it doesn't work out a lot of the time because it's just right. action. It's just right. stuff that like, or they'll right. get there and they'll be like, I didn't want to be here. And you're like, right, because you didn't think about it on the way up. But again, it's, right. I agree. It's a nice complimentary thing. You have to have some type of action. No casting director is just going to show up on your doorstep. Although I'd argue that if he didn't even go out to audition, he might have gotten a call from someone that said, hey, man, uh, yeah. you know, an actor buddy. They're like, hey, man, there's an audition I just heard about. And they're like, that would have been true. Like, so I feel like there awesome. are other ways it could happen. But he did. He yeah. was inspired enough to go, all right, well, I'm going to try. But he still didn't yeah. have the resume of training that is, quote, what people think is required. Right. Okay. Let's hit on how, yeah. because I find this is another area where people's brain stops. Okay. Right. So like, all right. So what's going to happen as you go into the how it's like, okay, let's say your goal is you want to make a million dollars. Okay. A little cliche here. So you want to make, how are you going to make a million dollars? Like, so start to think, start to get on that vibration because as you start to think about the how, all these ideas will start to flow to you, especially if you do things like meditate and get in nature and you're asking, ask out loud. I have learned over and over and over. I've like, I'm like guides or whatever I'm feeling like, is, <laughs> do you need me to ask out loud or, and I don't know, but I, all I know is when I do, it, maybe it's the power of my own voice or the, or the clarity that I'm expressing or whatever it is, but it comes way, 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 way quicker. So, um, ask, ask, because once you get into this, okay, how am I actually going to do this? That's when you're inviting inspiration to come in. Now that might change. It's probably going to change a whole bunch, but that's part of the magic of the journey, right? And it's because what happens is where you're at right now, once you're on this growth path, at least I have found as I stay hungry, as I stay um, open and receptive, like I start here, but I quickly get to here and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And so I have to be open to the evolution on the how, but while still keeping that end goal that the universe gave me, like I see it, I know my purpose. I know that my purpose is to help people and myself get into our power to see our full power. So whatever that looks like, I'm, I'm down, I'm good. Like as long as it has that, as long as it has my purpose and my vision in the end, I'm good. I'm down. Okay, cool. Universe, you want me to go here? Oh, you want me to start teaching like personal development stuff in my coaching? Okay, cool. I can do that. You know, so it's being, um, clear on your intention and then asking yourselves these four questions I think are so powerful. Write them down. What, why, when, and how, and just say it over and over what, why, when, and how, and it's going to evolve, but the power of writing it and the power of getting clarity is really going to help you get onto the path of that intention. I, I mean, most people like, do I'll ask if you're listening to this right now, like, what do you want? Do you know something in your life that you want? If you don't, that's a fucking problem. Okay. I'm going to swear because yeah. that life is short. Life is short. I feel like yesterday I was 21. Now I'm 37. Like how did that freaking happen? Yeah. It went so fast. So 
Like I, when I leave here, I want to know that I left it all all on the table. I want to know that I live. Don't you want that? So if you don't know anything in your life that you want right now, that's a freaking problem. So start asking yourself, what do I want? That's a very, very powerful question. And it's also a BS answer because there is something you want. You desire things throughout the day. You might go buy a, you might go buy a store and go, oh, that might be nice. What? I don't care. You desire stuff. So you're not you're just too afraid to even think about thinking about getting it because yeah. you're scared that it's not possible. So you're in denial because everybody right. does want something. Right. They just right. may not have it on the tip of their tongue totally. because they've not given it attention. Totally. And and then why don't you think you can have it? That's a huge, that's a, the, the answer to that question is a journey that might take you years. And you'll need to listen to our excuses taken. by like, you need to listen yeah. to like excuses and, and blaming. Yeah. And maybe our downers podcast too. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but why don't you think that you can have that? That's such a profound question. That was something I had to ask myself so many times along this journey. And it gets better and better. It's like I sometimes I get these downloads where it's like, Tara, <laughs> you don't see yourself. You don't, you don't see, you don't see what's possible. You're limiting yourself. And I think that all of the time we do that to ourselves. We all of the limitations that we see are self-imposed. They're self-imposed. Even if somebody else is saying like you, no, I don't, you know, even if like Elle was talking about in our last episode, her friend's like, I want to manifest an iPhone too. And you're like, okay, like, I don't know if everybody can manifest <laughs> iPhones here. I, okay? I, like, I think that was one off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was like a one lucky thing. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, um, but even if, uh, even if other people in our life don't think we can do it, like that's your, it's still you, you know, she, she didn't listen. I don't know. You probably were like, yeah, go for it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I didn't, but I didn't speak if- the skepticism. I kept it to myself. Yeah. I told okay. her later. I told if- her later. I go, I actually <laughs> fucking, well, I downered you. I, in that moment, I had a downer thought about you being able to do it as if somehow I just did it and you couldn't. I yeah. Yeah. But even if you had said like, uh, I don't know if everybody can do it or something like that. It would still be her choice if she was going to believe that or sure, not. Absolutely. Right. And so any limitation that we're putting on ourselves that are, that we perceive we're putting it on ourselves. And so I think like once you, once you really start to practice this over and over and over, you really start to see that you don't have limits, right? And you're, instead of seeing limits, you see wise choices. You're like, "Mm, I know I can have that, but do I really want that? Once you start to see that you can have it all, it's almost like a curse in a way, because you're like, oh my gosh, like there's so many things to choose from. Like I can have this or I could have that or I could have this or I have that. So what are we funneling it in? And that to me, that's where intuition comes in. That's where the heart comes in. That's where finding your purpose, really, really contemplating on that, really asking, really seeing, you know, icky, doing the principles of icky guy is really helpful on understanding like, what am I good at? What do people need? What will people pay me for if it's a professional thing, you know, and what is the, what I can't remember the other one right now. It's like something like, what does the world need? Look that up and really ask yourself those questions because once you can get clarity on that, you'll see, man, like there's nothing you can't do. And my, the other thing I always say is like, if other people can do it, why can't you? Yeah. Why, what makes why are you, so are you first? Why are they so lucky? There's <laughs> not like, I, I don't, this is, it should. Yeah. Why not you? And I want to get into the how a little bit too. So I call them the, I'll give, I'll give a perfect example of an LOA manifestation where I had no idea how it was going to happen. Again, you don't need to know how, but I think what you were mentioning in terms of writing it down is like, for example, let's say I am sitting around. I'm like, you know what? I want to be famous. Whatever. Let's say I'm not, let's say I'm just a person and no one knows me, whatever. And I'm like, I want to be famous. Okay. It's, it's a base goal, but let's just say I have it. Well, okay. Then one of the things you'd write down is I need to start a YouTube channel or I should get on social media. Those are like 
actionable steps and that makes sense and we all should do that with all of our goals however don't be afraid of a goal that you don't know how you're going to achieve it that's that's i just want to make that distinction there Mm -hmm. Um, i'm going to give a perfect example so i've been using law of attraction for a long time uh this was actually just two years ago this happened (laughs) and and, um, i have the evidence online for anyone who wants to see it um so i uh, i live in a guest house and I really was oh, like, yeah. God, I don't have comfortable furniture. I need like, I, I just wanted to like redo my place. But there was a part of me that's like, yeah, but I don't want to pay for it. Like, I don't want to take what I have out of what I have. Like, so in a way, mm-hmm. I was just putting out there like, please, money come from somewhere that will then make me feel better <laughs> about paying <laughs> for all new stuff. Right. And so yeah. I just had that out there where I was like, I really want that. I was like, yeah, but I don't want to pay for it. I want to pay for it. Um, so, but I just put it out there. I was like, all right, unknown, bring me new, bring me new stuff. However, I don't care if it's like 15 new coaching clients or whatever. Just, I was open to however this could come in. And the most random thing came in. A thing came in like almost the William Schofield where it was like, there's no way, no how I could have ever guessed that this is how the money would come in. I kid you not, just a couple of weeks after I have this to come to Jesus with myself about my place where I'm like, I need new stuff. I do. I want it, but I don't want to pay for it. So come on universe, bring it. I get a email from a guy I literally met for two dates uh, like 15 years ago on Match. I'm surprised he even remembered me. Very nice guy, lovely, His too much age difference, and it just wasn't like that kind of chemistry. Um, he was a, and still is, a lifestyle photographer. He films, you know, does all the stuff for like L.L. Bean catalog and, you know, the people in their mountain gear. And they just, you know, he's a model whatever lifestyle modeling so um he contacts me out of nowhere i haven't heard from the guy since the two dates in 15 years and he's like oh i see you know so-and-so at primal kitchen how's it done and i'm like oh hey yeah how's it going tom nice i I always loved your photography i think you're amazing how are things going da da great all right two days later email (laughs) from him again hey l i need a model to fly to cabo san lucas mexico for a week to stay at this five-star private resort where only like LeBron James is, you know, he lives wow. there. Like only people, like you have to, the minimum two-bedroom crappy condo on this property is $5 million. And it's private, meaning if you own a place there, wow. you can't rent it out. And if you're in the public, it's not like a resort where you can just get a room. So this is very exclusive five-star private resort. He's like, um, we just need, they're like, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no, I'm not dating anyone. I was like, great, we'll get a boyfriend for you. And if you're great, $1,000 a day, by the way. Wow, so, beautiful. Okay, so what the hell by the way, at the time, I'm 42 years old. I'm 5'2". Does anyone in the world think I could be a model? Like, that is a joke. That is almost so, but that's <laughs> almost so ridiculous. Like, like that's out of reality, right? Yeah. If I went somewhere to a modeling agency and said, hey, they'd be like, uh, you need to like me, right? So no one would have ever thought that for the first time in my life, I'd randomly get a modeling job out of nowhere from someone I went on a date with 15 years ago to pay yeah. for all of my yeah. new shit. So not only did I get 6,000 bucks for that, and thank you very much, because that was the money that I wanted to use. I also, so now I'm all over the blasted all over this uh, Villa's website, which is hysterical, because they hired, um, they hired my boyfriend, who's like a very famous model. It's really hilarious. And he looks exactly like Paul Newman when he gets hired all the time for it. And the other funny thing about that is my best friend, one of my best friends in the whole world named his dog Paul Newman and loves Paul Newman. So when I (laughs) saw this guy at the resort and saw what he looked like, I was like, 
oh my god you look like he's like i know paul newman i get it all the time and i was like this is just another funny coincidence so i'm down there oh my god. i'm i'm getting paid to hang out in a bathing suit chill eat five stars yeah. getting sushi every night they're comping everything i'm st- <laughs> it's like the most incredible thing in the world i'm caught i'm like ah, who Ridiculous. I'm like, of course I got a modeling job at 42 for oh, no reason my. out of nowhere. Again, oh, I didn't know how so this extra money was going to come in to pay for that. But it was pretty wow. damn quick. And it was in a way nobody could have ever guessed. I never Amazing. thought that guy would even ask me to be a lifestyle model. Most right. lifestyle models are still models. They are 5'10". They are, you know what I mean? But right. they wanted real wow. looking people. And, you know, I had the best time. I, I, had, I just literally... Basically was paid to vacation and put my feet in the sand. Not only that, the wardrobe people that were there, they gave us all the different clothes to turn into. When I left, they're like, here, hundreds of dollars worth of free shoes and clothes and everything. Just take it. Wow. That is so insane. What a story. Because... Like so often, you know, what I'd love to hear is you're like, send me 50 coaching clients or like this really hard way that I'm going to have to really, and the universe is like, no, 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 girlfriend, we got you. We got you. Don't worry. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. I didn't have to actually work, (coughs) work for it. I mean. I did have to fly down to Mexico, but that was not work. Let me tell you something. This was not work. And I remember being like, whoever says modeling is hard. Like I just, I was like, "Mm." It's not. Wow. And I, well, and I have to say, I'm like, I can totally see why they hired you. I always call you Malibu Barbie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I can totally see why they hired you for that. But, but again, like just... I didn't have my photos out there. I wasn't with a modeling agency, random guy who just saw that there was a LinkedIn connection with someone at Primal Kitchen Crazy. who he knew and remembered me going on a date with me 15 years ago, probably got a good impression. There was nothing off there. It just wasn't a connection. Right. What and this hell? is, and oh, this oh, is by why the way, I... here's another LOA about that LOA. So um, I don't play tennis anymore regularly. I'm like once or twice a year because of my hands, right? Um, But I always, just gratuitous, I always wanted a really cool shot of me playing sport. Like I've got some photos of me doing cool stuff, but I wanted like just, it's just whatever for no reason. I was like, in my life, I was like, that would be awesome. Me like doing a tennis serve or something. They had clay courts down there at the resort. Nice. Did a tennis shot. It is literally my ideal sports shot like I could have ever dreamed for so like there were LOAs within the LOAs of this whole situation and so I got another one while I was there I finally got my free mind you didn't have to go schedule with a photographer to get this shot that I just was like oh yeah and it's like me taking a serve the sun and it's clay courts which is very very rare um so it was just this magical thing and those experiences just to keep increasing my faith right and it's not that right. i don't get off track sometimes i do sometimes i do become a shit magnet and i go in this direction and i go ah <laughs> uh, nope damn it yeah wow and what you know what i'm hearing from this that i love so much is that one you're just you're not being afraid to identify what you want right like you it, part the big part of this you know we're talking about intention on this one is like you're like i don't want to I, of course I can dip into my savings and pay for all this stuff, but I don't want to. So can I, can I have this instead? It's kind of like, you know, it's like a loving parent. It's like, can you give me the money? (laughs) Yeah. Loving parents going to be like, oh yeah, girl, how about this? You know? And it's, it's just so beautiful, but it took you recognizing what you wanted and asking, right. And like the, the tennis picture, you know, what's so beautiful about it is that if you hadn't had like admitted the desire that you had, then you couldn't have recognized the magic of that moment. Right. Like you were just like, oh, cool. Tennis picture. 
you know, but you taking the time and like the heart energy and the vibe, having the vibration of, I want this, you know, how, how many times do we not allow ourselves to want things? What is up with that? Like we're, it's like, and it was an old want, meaning it wasn't like active, you know, leading up to that, it was just something in my life, maybe years prior, where I was like, oh man, right. one day I'm going to get a cool sports shot like that. Yeah. I don't know how, but whatever. And that's what was really amazing about it, is that while we were there, I was like, oh my God, it's happening now. <laughs> like it's, it's happening right here on this court. So, so cool. So yeah, I mean, what I'm hearing from that is like, yeah, ask, just ask, just yes. ask and get on that. You are on the vibration of like, yeah. Like, And I spoke it. I said, universe, in. I don't want to pay for this. I want the, I, I want new shit but I don't want to pay for it. Now, granted, I paid for it. I got the money from that job and I paid part of it for that. But right. but you know what I mean by that. I wanted some yeah. new income out of nowhere that was going <laughs> to add to pay for it, not take out of what I have. And I've done that a couple of times where uh, my manifesting friends, Cassie Park and Ginny Gain, who do uh, Manifest It Now podcast, we joke about that time, just like, yeah, you know what? I don't pay for it. I don't want that, but I don't, I'm not paying for it. So universe figured out. And I just walk away and it shows up, but well, I have the faith that it will actually happen. And I was open to whatever way it could. What a better way that it came right. in that way versus, like you said, clients that you have to work hours for or whatever. And it gave me an experience. I got a vacation out of this thing. Right. I know. You know, that I think I shared this on a previous episode, but I'll share for me this house that I'm in right now. Yeah. I had just gone through total life devastation. I'm in, living in this basement apartment. I was so humbled. I called it my launch pad. I mean, it was a nice place, but you know, I have four kids. It's not exactly is a two bedroom basement apartment. It's not, that's not going to work. And so because of that, my kids were with their dad like all week long during school. Normally we have them 50, 50. And it was like, I'm working through shame. I'm like, it's okay. Like it's you're just going through a rough time right now. It's all good. But I wanted my kids back. You know, I didn't want to do the situation where I only had them on weekends. Like I wanted my freaking family time back, you know? And so, um, I was there for a year. I mean, it was a, it, that was, that's a long time <laughs> to not have your kids with you during the week. And it was, it was, it was tricky. It was also a blessing in a lot of ways because I got a lot of business built in that time. So I was grateful for that. I was grateful that my ex-husband is supportive and, you know, took care, took the brunt of the kid work during that time. But I got to this point and I was, I had asked, I was laying out in nature in my backyard and I was laying there and just looking at the breeze going through the trees. And I just asked, I was like, please, can I get my kids back sooner rather than later? And I had already been looking at houses over in the area where I'm at right now, which is by their school. And the next, and they were just gross. Like I was like, no. And I was going to have to buy like furnishings for all for kids. my kids and you know, the living areas and TVs. And like, I didn't have anything. The place I was staying in was furnished because of my crazy story before that. It was in another episode, I think one of our first or second, but I was like, man, how am I going to like get a nicer house and furnish the whole thing? Like, how am I going to do this? And the next day, I kid you not, the next day, this house pops up and it says in the notes, like may need to leave some furniture. I'm like, jackpot and it was like beautiful i loved it and so i call and, and they I go just over lowered and like, the so price right so you hadn't seen it old, before because it didn't pop right. up the, in your search i want to point that out that's too. right that's right so divine timing baby <laughs> like it was universe like, orchestrated the universe that to like, <laughs> exactly the universe is like just wait till they drop the price a little bit they'll drop the price <laughs> so then i see it i see it because it dropped into my price range and i come in and i'm like actually and it's nice furniture. I was like, I want all this furniture if that's cool. She's like, oh, 
they're going to be super excited about that because they're going on an LDS mission to Spain and they they don't want to have to move everything into storage because they're coming back here. And I just need a temporary thing. My kids walk to school every day. My daughter's best friend lives like three doors down. They have friends everywhere. It's like they ride their bikes to their dad's house. It's like the most perfect situation ever. And it came when I asked, I just asked, sometimes we need to ask, we need to ask for help. And it was, it's just so beautiful how the universe has our back when we're willing to do that and know and have faith that it will respond. You know, it's just so it is an ask you shall receive. Like there's a lot of tenants in the Bible and other scriptures of other religions that are a thoroughfare here. Um, The other thing in a religion too, that they will say though, is that you need to believe it first before you see it. And that's the thing that people can't get over, right? You had a level of some kind of faith there that it could show up and you just said, you know what, yep. damn it. And and again, I agree with you. For me, every time I speak it, and maybe it's because we're talking to our subconscious and it's generating whatever. Um, maybe it is talking to them. But I, every time I'm like, yo, I need help here. Yeah. Right. I need my kids yeah. sooner than later. I want to I, I want new stuff, but I don't want to pay for it. So figure it out and get back to me. Right. <laughs> you know, right. you make it like a fun game. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and I was looking for like a three or four bedroom house. This one's five bedrooms, has a huge basement. Like it's like even better than I could have ever imagined. And usually like it is, right? It's almost it always usually- better. Yes, it's usually better. That's how I know I'm on the right path, honestly, when things just start getting better than I could have ever imagined. Yes. And every time that happens is because I asked. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some of those asking. So there's so many things that I do. Like, for example, you could always to get yourself in the right vibration because thoughts are things, you know, you can wake up sometimes if I'm feeling a little off or I need a need a hit of positivity. I, I go to put on some affirmations for whatever it is that I'm, you know, just could be health affirmations, just be gratitude. We have to talk about gratitude, right? So this is like such a key component of life, but also of law of attraction, because Gratitude is feeling so grateful for something you have or haven't had yet, but it's it's going to generate more feelings of yes. you being grateful for stuff instead, yes. right? So so it's now if you are in Shitsville right now and you are at the bottom, then you're going to have to be basic and be like, I'm grateful I have my arms and legs That's or right. I'm grateful I'm breathing. Okay, sometimes yep. it comes down to brass tacks, uh, yep. right? During this epidemic, thank God I'm safe. Thank God I'm, you know, thank you. Um, the other thing too about, I'll go back to writing lists a little bit for a second, which is when you write something down, if you can put it like it's already happened or you can start off the list with, I am so grateful now that mm-hmm. I've published my mm-hmm. book and it's a bestseller mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Right, not in one day I will. So right. you write yeah. as has already happened. My friend Cassie Parks does a thing which she calls scripting where it's yeah. even more detailed where you'd sit there and let's say you want to vacation to Hawaii. Then it might look like, Uh, I just woke up and I'm having my cup of coffee looking out under the waves. I love it here. Okay, so it's in the present or it's happened. So it's important to kind of phrase those things there in that direction, right? I'm so grateful now that and whatever it is that hasn't even happened yet, that's a way to do it. I like to do little, um, I tell friends who are new to this that um, you always start small and actually every teacher of law of attraction would tell you that. So you earlier were saying something like, well, let's say you want to manifest a million dollars. Listen, if that is so unbelievable to you right now, then you (laughs) have to start with what's believable. Well, maybe 70,000 because you're making 40 now. And maybe maybe there's something in your mind that makes that more believable. Great. Start there. Then you'll get to 70. (laughs) Once you're there, then you might have a different belief. So it is based on our beliefs. So people would be like, well, I've played the lottery for years. Like, why hasn't that happened? Because it's very difficult with those odds that we know with our human brains to get into the belief of mm-hmm. it the True. other side of that too is 
as you may have heard, like 90% of lottery winners, they blow all their money and they screw it up. Why is that? Because they didn't do all the stuff we've been talking about. The work right. before, the stories. They still have weird stories about money or guilt having money or something around yep. it. So they lose it and falls through their fingers. So again, it's about what is your belief? Because the lottery winners lose all of it where you would go, well, that's stupid. I would never do that. Well, but you know what? There's a reason it happens is because they weren't vibrationally prepared for it or didn't do that's the work right. once they got it to be able to hold on to it because they still had stories and limiting beliefs about money. So they lost right. it. Um, and the yep. reason you have win the lottery now i'm a contest winner but here's the thing it's usually because the odds are more believable to me so if you enter me into a contest of like 300 people right now i would bet you money i would win it because Mm -hmm. to me it's like so believable that in those odds of 300 i would win but you talk about the odds of millions and my belief starts to go down a bit right and so so again it's what do you believe in so you start small or start where your belief is is okay it's okay you might want the million dollars but if it just seems so ridiculous to you then start with like all right, I want to double my income. Baby steps. The other thing, too, is manifesting things that are small. Um, when my friend first started the Law of Attraction, he was like, I don't know, I just manifest a massage. I don't know, something how a massage comes in. And he literally just threw it out there like, whatever. And he was driving on the Fry Freeway in California at 11 o'clock at night. And he pulled over to get gas. And it was like there was some outdoor area where someone had a massage table. And he was like, this is unbelievable. Like, I've never driven the five. 11 o'clock Amazing. at night, there's someone out there. And so he was like, okay, that's crazy. You can start small with just like, don't start with the big stuff like getting rid of your debt or manifesting a new job. If your beliefs there, great. But sometimes in order to build the belief, just be small. Maybe it's like, you know what you haven't heard from someone in a while? Maybe it's just manifest that they somehow reach out. Or manifest like uh, Justin Perry... who did it with a, he's just like, okay, blue apple, like blue apples don't exist, right? No matter how much you visualize that, a literal blue apple you could eat ain't gonna come into reality, right? Just because you think of it. But he goes to, you know, uh, the reason he thought of that, because he'd see the image somewhere, he went to Bed Bath & Beyond, and there was a wall of like blue apples. And apparently the apples were something like some kind of storage container. But you can start with something dumb like that. Like, I just want to see if this thing works then show me this and start with something small that you know you're not going to see and manipulate it happening and watch in the and then you'll forget about it because you have no resistance to a blue apple you have no resistance to a cup of coffee right no one cares right it'll show up and that will be like oh my god you do that and you keep building the faith. So I'd say start small. The other thing is, um, yes, I've got vision boards. You can also, if you don't want to hang up one in your house, you get a sketchbook, like an artist sketchbook, and you tape stuff to the book. What I like to also do is I date it when I put it there so I can see when it happened. Um, I do have a vision board. Um, But again, you can look at it. But unless I'm looking at it and going through the things and feeling the feelings of having those things. Right. Um, sometimes it's a one minute iPhone timer, go in your closet, be quiet. And just maybe it's the one thing you want a relationship, you want a new job and you're feeling the feelings of what that's like. Powerful. Yeah. Those are little mini visualizations, feelingizations. Cause again, you can paste anything to a vision board. If you don't have the internal emotional vibrational wherewithal, those things will not manifest into reality. That's right. Beautiful, wonderful tips on that one. Um, Intention. So anything else that you can think of that you've learned through the years of law of attraction on intention? Because sometimes people come to me and they say like, I don't like, 
I'm just kind of content. Like, I don't know. I'm not on this, like, I want something journey. Like, I don't even know where to start with that. You know, that's a question I get because they can, they can feel my passion and my vision and my building. And they're like, I don't, I don't have anything like, I mean, that sounds cool, but I don't have anything like that. And for me, what I always tell them is like, don't force it, just wait, but just be open, just be open. Like notice when those tugs and those pools start coming on your soul, instead of just like shooing them away, let them come. You might be in cruise mode right now. You might be in just enjoy, you know, sometimes the universe is like, enjoy, (laughs) that's okay. You know, but, but when those tugs and those pools come in, take note, take note and let it enter into your heart. Let it enter into your soul, into your mind, into your gut, right. And internalize those things because that, that feeling, allowing that feeling to come in, that's when you start to be like, holy cow, I felt like I should start a brand with rainbows. And like everywhere I go, I keep seeing rainbows everywhere. You know, that's when it starts to build. And then you, some epiphany comes in and somebody's like, I have cancer and I need healing. And I have this rainbow company. And you're like, okay, hold on. What is going on here? (laughs) That's kind of how it goes. So it's just like allowing, allowing the feelings and the tugs when they come, not trying to force them like, okay, I want to be a powerful manifester. Like, what can I do? Like it's not, that's forcing energy. Allow it to come and it's it's and you might need no, to manifest you know, an experiment ex- experience that has to teach you a lesson for the betterment of you yeah 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 so we tr- we're always attracting so sometimes it's not the desire sometimes it's a not great experience but you needed it to get to the right. next level to even become a better totally. manifester so again you don't we don't poo poo the negative stuff that seemingly nope. negative things that happen That's right um, and sometimes those are years long. Sometimes they're years long. <laughs> well, I told you about <laughs> my car towing. Like my car getting towed, being broke, led me to Mark Sisson. Like a horrible scenario. I'm crying. It's awful. I'm just like, I'm, I'm broke. And just totally, it just completely led me to him. So, but it was a negative thing in the moment. It turned out to yep. be, again, the thing that all my friends go, remember, car tow. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? Exactly. So beautiful. Um, I was thinking I think we'll- not to, so, oh, you can't, so the other thing, you got to be someone in line with things, right? So if you would like to attract more positive friends, then don't be a downer piece of garbage human being, right? If you yeah. want to be abundant, then you probably shouldn't be stealing because that's showing a lack and like there's a lack right. of, right? Okay. So yes, you might need to get a little bit straight with some integrity on some of these things. Um, doesn't mean though that you need to have an MFA in acting to... You know, there are some people that, again, it, 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 they defy what other people would think of the benchmarks that you need to accomplish before you get a thing. And sometimes, and then those are the people that go, that's so unfair. They, I've been working all these years. Like, no, it's not. It's totally fair. William and his vibe, that was totally fair. People have been trying to model mm-hmm. for years. I get 6,000 grand doing nothing. I'm not even really a model. Yeah, because I'm playing in the law of attraction. And I think, too, it's yep. important to understand this. Everyone's really like a pawn in the law of attraction game. And what you have to think about, too, is, look, I I love it. It's Abraham Hicks or Esther Hicks says this, too. She had a a rant that I usually use for auditions and things like that, which is, hey, I'm just showing up being who I am. And you may Mm -hmm. not be the right fit for me, and that's okay, too. But I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just going in this direction. It may seem like right. you have power over me. It may seem like you're producer of the control. But hey, it's all good. So again, it's just really yeah. just letting it flow a little bit. When yeah. we are in resistance, it is like paddling upstream. Yep. Um, it doesn't feel good. I hate nope. paddling against the wind. It sucks. Um, yep. And it's just harder. So it's like, yep. do you want life to be speed bumps or brick walls? And law of attraction will let you have it be little nice bumps of 
lovely learning lessons that are for you versus, damn it, this shit keeps happening to me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Like, it's like, well, of course it's hard because you decided to paddle up a stream against the wind. You decided to do that. That's right. When you could have just turned around and gone the easy way. <laughs> and this is That's the cool. easy way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I shared this, I think, on an interview before, but I'll share it kind of in closing because I think it really um, encompasses this concept really well. And it was um, my friend. He's very, like, very shamanic, very, um, very intuitive guy. Um, he's a healer and does that. That's what he does professionally. And he was reading the surrender experiment and he had a dream and he dreamt that he was floating down a river and he was just on his back, just completely peaceful, just floating down this river. And he observed on the sides of the river were all these people clinging to the side of the river because it was safe there, but they were stuck in all these sticks and branches and pokey things and plants. And it was just like, they were totally miserable and they were like, ah, cause they didn't want to get swept away down the river and he was in pure bliss and to me that's what flow feels like that's what surrender feels like but it's it's scary to take that leap and lay back but if once you do it's all beauty baby it's funny I will actually bring up so I am a stand-up paddler and I've been paddling since I was like seven in general so I'm really comfortable with oars boats and things like this so when I started stand-up paddling though I, I would take people out to stand up paddle friends who wanted to learn you know so I would teach them and Here's the thing. This is so about the life and stream. Okay, so the only time people fall off the board is when they don't trust that the board has them. So what they do is, so your feet are parallel, right, when you're standing on a board. When they try to control it, meaning step one way or the other, the moment they step one way, boom, now they're off because they don't realize they're not on a solid surface. They are on the water. But my stand-up paddle board is like 11 foot, 6 foot inches. This thing can, I mean, I've wheelied this thing on a wave. Like, it's it'll carry you. You have to trust the board that it's, the moment you try to control it, the moment you try to, you're now against it, now you're off. Everyone falls off and it's a mental thing it's totally a mental thing it's almost like if you could just force someone when teaching them paddling just keep your legs like cement and do not move your feet but they are on an uneven surface right that's underneath them so again they're trying to control it and in that process they fall and when you have the faith and you let it go like that board carries you i trust my board like it is a big life-saving device it's a it's a boat essentially and so i i always laugh when i'm out on the water because i was like every time someone falls in i'm like it's such a life thing. It's such a life thing too. Wow. That's such a perfect analogy. It's just the having trust in it instead of you trying to control everything. That's really, I mean, I've definitely learned, I've definitely learned this, you know, it's when I try to start controlling everything, I'm miserable and nothing is going right. As soon as I let that go and surrender and just listen, it's just listening. It's like, listen and do. <laughs> so that's what it feels like. And I don't know if that's my higher self or it's just what's obvious that I'm not wanting to accept, or if it's this law of attraction, if it's universe guides, whatever it is, if you just listen and trust and just do your life just keeps getting exponentially better and better. It does. I want to mention a couple of books here at the end to look into. If it's regarding money, Cassie Parks has a great book called Manifest 10,000. And literally in 30 days, follow what she does and see what you bring in. I did her, cool. I did it and I brought in an extra 3000 bucks. I'd that was sort of out of nowhere. Um, the other one is Shakti Gawain, G-A-W-A-I-N. She's one of the originals. She wrote a book called Creative Visualization. Um, and so I think 
and we mentioned other books in the first episode too, part one. Um, but as far as visualizing, visualization, creating a vision board, the feelingizations, there are also great guided meditations on YouTube. You could do mm-hmm. a guided meditation for prosperity and a woman mm-hmm. is guiding you through a for Great. Like mm-hmm. if, if, if sitting there and meditating, meditating yeah. in the traditional sense isn't for you, then start with something like that. This stuff is free. Um, mm-hmm. The other person I want to mention, I mentioned him before, but I did interview him. But his story is amazing because he worked, went from working on an assembly line and literally having a stuttering issue to being a multimillionaire all through the law of attraction only because he watched The Secret. His name's Justin Perry. Yeah. He now has like a multimillion dollar business, but he's got oh, a cool. platform called You Are Creators on YouTube. He's got tons of videos. He's got tons of like affirmation videos. You just play, hear his voice, talking about things he's grateful for. It's all free for you to just kind of tap into the positivity. So those are some resources. And, and um, can I yeah. just can I yeah. just add to you um, uh, one Deepak Chopra's 21 day yes. abundance meditation? That one is really good. That really helped me. And I just want to add to if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm doing law of attraction. I already do this. I already read all this, a bunch of stuff. Keep doing it. Like no matter how, you know, it's like professional development almost because as you continue to partake, you just get little seeds of, for inspiration for yourself. Right. So it's like, for me, when I stopped doing professional development, well, I kind of stagnate. I'm kind of like two years behind on whatever I learned two years ago. I'm not adding new growth. And the same, I look at it the same way as my, with my spiritual growth. It's like, look into just provide opportunities because it's not like I have to believe everything Deepak Chopra says, but something he may say can plant this little seed of inspiration where I'm like, hmm. And then I get to get further, further along my journey. So don't stop. That's the one last thing I'll say is like, don't ever stop. Keep providing opportunities for yourself. You know, sometimes you might be like, okay, I just need to flow. Like I got it. I need to integrate these things, but come back and keep learning and growing because you're, all you're doing is providing an opportunity for you to get more inspiration from your higher self as you listen to others who are on the same path. Perfect. That is because it's deliberate and you and I are not also immune to falling off track. Nobody is, but it's about getting right back on. And I will say this after 10 years into it, it's swifter and better and easier. I'm so much of a happier person. My mental state is almost constantly laughing and joking around. And, um, stay in it because you grow with it, get better and better at it and realize new things about all of the aspects of it. As you go by, I feel like my knowledge of it at first is so much different than it is now. And so, yeah, yeah, this is a continual learning. Yeah. Um, program here. So yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, you can find us on kickasslifepodcast.com. Come find because there you can see you can watch us on YouTube or you can listen on all of our listening platforms. And we love your guys's feedback as well um, on future episode ideas. And please subscribe and rate our show because it really helps us especially while we're still new. And we just appreciate you guys. I appreciate your shares on social media and tagging and sharing with your friends. And um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode.